In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Brothers and sisters, these are uh, really difficult words that Jesus gives us today. They're very, very difficult. You know, recently I've heard uh, from at least a couple people this thing, which is not really alarming, it's very understandable, and I appreciate the honesty. But a couple of people have recently told me, in struggling with the faith on a very deep level, they've told me in frustration, of course, and I, I didn't take it seriously, I even kind of laughed at it, but they said, that's it, I'm not, I'm not a Christian anymore. I can't be a Christian, forget it, I can't do it anymore. Why? Because they were being so challenged to do the thing that Jesus tells us to do, specifically in this gospel reading. Love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. This is almost impossible. In fact, it is absolutely impossible. It can only happen with the grace of God. But let me ask you a question. If, what if the faith were not true? <coughs> what if the Catholic faith was not the true faith? What if Jesus Christ is not the Son of God? What if he didn't rise from the dead? Would this even be worth it? Would we even do it? Would this even cross our mind as a good thing to try to accomplish, to do good to those who abuse us, to love those who are our enemies? Of course not. No philosopher in the world would say that this is a good thing. I've read Aristotle. He doesn't say anything like this. I've read Plato. He doesn't say anything like this. All the best philosophers would never say anything like this. Modern philosophers would never say anything like this. In fact, they scoff at it. They scoff at it and they say that this is a ridiculous way of living. And it is a ridiculous way of living. To pray for those who abuse you, to do good to those who harm you, to love your enemies is a ridiculous way of living. But this is the genius of Christianity. That if it is true, and of course I believe it is, if it is true, it's the greatest of all paradoxes. It seems like a contradiction. And the whole way through the faith, through and through, is full of paradox. Life is handed to us through death, specifically death on a cross. The redemption of the world comes through the God who became man. A virgin gives birth. The whole faith, the whole Catholic faith is full of paradoxes. Likewise, this God who became one of us through the birth, through being birthed by a virgin, died on the cross for those who were his enemies and then expects us to do exactly the same, to imitate him. It is a ridiculous way of living. And this is why one of the names for the saints is that the saints are the fools of Christ. Because it, is, it does take a fool to do the things that Jesus tells us to do here. But we are fools to the world. Because what we do, or what we're supposed to do, is to be foolish in the eyes of the world, a scandal in the eyes of others, but glorious in the eyes of God. Because this is the paradox of love. Now if the faith is not true, of course these things are, we'd be shooting ourselves in the foot if we did the things that Jesus is telling us to do. And to many people, even Catholics, this is such a hard thing to accomplish that they'll say, sometimes in frustration, I'm not a Christian anymore, that's it, I can't do it any longer, that's it. I don't even know if I believe in Jesus any longer. They'll say that. And again, 
it's funny when it's done in frustration because it, you can you can kind of see uh, the the anger in somebody, and you can see the kind of the inner mechanics of the of the person's heart. Uh, it's not funny in so far as they're going through a lot of difficulty. It's funny in so far as this is kind of God working out uh, the the their salvation. It's really beautiful to see, though, that somebody, in all honesty, is so much struggling with the faith, and they're taking it so seriously that they're able to say something like that. But at least they're taking it seriously. Enough to say, this is too hard for me. But then going back and relying again, repenting and relying again on the grace of God. Brothers and sisters, this is to accomplish the things that Jesus tells us to do takes fully the grace of God and only the grace of God. You and I cannot do these things. We cannot love our enemies. We cannot uh, uh, do good to those who abuse us. It has to be the grace of God that does it in us, just like it is the Son of God who did it for us. But again, if the Catholic faith is not true, th these would be ridiculous things to try to strive after. But if it is true, then this is our standard. And as our standard, then it becomes a test of our faith. That when we, when we meet face-to-face -face with our enemy, when we meet face-to-face -face with somebody who is harming us or speaking badly about us or doing something uh, against us somehow or another, what we do in response to that person in relation to what Jesus tells us to do in this gospel reading is a measure of our faith. Because if we truly believe in the God who became one of us and did the thing that he tells that he. <coughs> did the thing that he tells us to do and loved us while we were his enemies, loved us who nailed him to the cross, loved us who abused him. If we do that, then our faith is genuine. If we believe in that, if we believe in that God who did these things for us, then we will run after him and do desperately what he has asked us to do in imitation of him. Brothers and sisters, Christianity is not a comfortable religion. It's not supposed to be. If we take a lot of comfort in it, we're probably doing something wrong. Let that be a measure. When we're really challenged, that's when God is testing us and he's testing our faith and he is uh, really forming us and, 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 and forming our salvation. St. Paul in the epistle reading says, I am, the, I am free from all men and yet I've made myself a slave to all. That's a great witness of the Christian faith. That even greater than freedom is the love that, subje that we subject ourselves to the will of God in the form of loving even those who are our enemies. That even greater than freedom, which is the greatest of all human goods, love is even greater than that. Because love is supernatural, love comes from God, but it comes in the form of the cross, which is paradoxical and a, uh, a ridiculous thing in the eyes of the world, and yet, a sanctifying thing and an eternally joyful thing in the eyes of God. Amen.